But at some point, you're going to be at that, you know, intersection in your business where it's going to be uncomfortable to make the right decision. And you just got to have the guts to just make the call and be comfortable with other people being uncomfortable. What's up, everybody? My name is Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. STR Nation, before we get into this week's episode, I've got some I am so excited to share with you guys. For the last couple of years, we've been recruiting and training virtual assistants for our private mastermind students, and we have now officially opened that up to the public. So if you are looking to hire a virtual assistant for your short-term rental business, then go to strsecrets.com slash VA. And we will recruit, onboard, and train a VA for you. And if they don't save you at least 40 hours a month in admin work, then you don't pay. So I put a crazy guarantee on this because I've been testing this out for the last two years with our Mastermind members. And I'm so confident that it works that if it doesn't randomly work for you, I'm literally going to give your money back. So if you want more info on that offer, head over to strsecrets.com slash VA. And now let's get to this week's episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Tuesday with Mike and Mike. I'm your host, Mike Shogren. Here, as always, with Mr. Mike Riley. What's going on, man? Not much, man. How much? Had a good weekend. Shot my lowest golf score ever. Unheard of. Unheard I'm of. I'm blown. Don't be shy. What was the What was the score for everybody else for context? Yeah, shot 66. So beat my lowest score by by two. So got a new Wilson. I haven't been playing that much either. Damn, man that that is impressive. You got to add like a third of that back and uh, I'm in that range. But anyway, so we want to, what we want to talk about today is a couple different things, but I, I had a mentor ask me probably two years ago. He said, can you be comfortable when other people are uncomfortable? And uh, I didn't really know what he was talking about at the time, but he's like, as you continue to grow and elevate in your business and in life, and you keep pushing and hitting your new goals, he's like, you're going to have to develop this skill of being comfortable when other people around you are very uncomfortable. And that happened on Friday. So I just wanted to share that because it, it, it will happen in your business at some point. And it's, it's developing that confidence in yourself to make those tough decisions for your business and for the growth of your business. And so we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, but we, we're getting, we're wrapping up the new hotel and uh, it's officially calendars open. Go check it out, covidsalem.com. But we're officially open to the public this coming Saturday, October 14th. And what we were going to do this past weekend was do like a family and friends weekend and basically fill the hotel and test all the rooms, make sure everything worked, everything was good, and just kind of have some fun with family, you know, before we opened it up to the public. And um, Friday afternoon, I'm basically going through and just inspecting the rooms after the team told me like it was good to go. And they just weren't up to my standards of like cleanliness and staging and everything else. And we just weren't going to have enough time with the staffing that we had to go back, reclean all the rooms, get everything turned over, set it up the right way. And, you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, but it's like family and friends, like they're not going to care, whatever. But in my head, we've been working on this project for nine months. And I was like, I am not going to lower my standards 
especially when it's the first impression that anybody is going to have of this hotel. So I made a tough decision at like three o'clock on Friday and I canceled the entire weekend. And a lot of people were not happy with that decision because there was a lot of planning that went into this. A lot of people like rearranged their schedules for a holiday weekend to come and stay. And uh, it was an uncomfortable situation, but I was like, I'm not going to lower my standards. And so instead I spent the weekend over there with some of my team and basically retrained the team on our standards for cleanliness, staging, QC inspections, everything. And we had them all come in on Saturday. We paid them for it, but like we spent the whole day just retraining them in preparation for this upcoming weekend. And so now like I'm going through all the rooms, testing all the showers, doing all that stuff like we would have done if we all stayed there. It's just not as much fun, but it was, it was something that I felt strongly about that. I'm like, I'm not going to flex on this just because other people are uncomfortable with this and other people are annoyed with it. I don't really care. This is, this is my reputation on the line and I don't take that lightly and I'm not going to lower my standards for anybody. And so I, I wanted to share that. And, you know, maybe you haven't gone through that yet, but at some point you're going to be at that, you know, intersection in your business where it's going to be uncomfortable to make the right decision. And you just got to have the guts to just make the call and be comfortable with other people being uncomfortable. So how did you know, like, did it, did it take you like 10 minutes, like a half hour walking through this? How did you know to, to make within 10 minutes? It was within 10 minutes. Cause like I went into some of the rooms in the example and like immediately, like I looked down at the floor and I can see like little, not, not food crumbs, but just like debris on the floor. And like the like room was fairly clean. Yeah. Just like little pebbles or whatever. And I'm like, all right, red flag. Like this is going to need to get cleaned up, whatever. And then as I kept looking around, I just kept noticing more of it. And there was like, um, in the, the new showers that we put in, it was just sloppy. Like there was a, a lot of like excess grout that looked like dirt, like around the shower drains. I'm like, no man, like I'm not having, this is a premium hotel that's charging premium rates. Like this needs to be addressed now and I'm not going to let it slide now. And just a lot of those little things, by the time I went into the third room, I'm like, this is not going to be ready. It's not going to be ready tomorrow. We need to go back and fix all of this stuff, get everybody on the same page and go through all of our checklists and cleaning manuals to make sure that everybody knows the standards and set the tone from the beginning that this is unacceptable. It's just not acceptable. So did, did you like get everybody together and like walk through each room, like all the cleaners, the staff, the management staff, the people who were there, you know, overnight, like, what did that look like? Yeah. So after I went into a few rooms, I pulled uh, some of the management staff there. And right now I actually flew up one of my best contractor and cleaning crews from Florida to help finish the project. And they knew, like, when I got there and started looking at rooms, they're like, there's no way he's going to let this fly. Like, yeah. no way. And, um, I got them together. I didn't bring the cleaners in because again, I'm, we have managers that are going to oversee them. So I just brought the managers in and I was just like, listen, this, this isn't ready to go. The, there's no way these are up to our standards. And just here's a few examples. And I walked them through a few rooms and we just didn't have enough staff to go and re-clean all the rooms, mm -hmm. you know, just like little things like that, that I'm like, I can't let this slide. And it might sound like anal or like, wow, like really you're going to cancel the whole thing for that. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Because my standards are really high. And when people come and stay at one of my properties, like it's my reputation and I'm not going to, I'm not going to reduce that for anybody. So I said, how are we going to fix this? And I wanted the team to like come up with that solution. Right. And so they were like, well, we only have so many people, blah, blah, blah. 
I'm like, no, no, no. How are we going to fix like the actual underlying problem of the team doesn't know how to clean the rooms effectively. And so Lewis, my main man from Florida, he volunteered with the onsite supervisor to come in and basically retrain the entire cleaning staff that Saturday, past Saturday, and show them. And he actually built a whole cleaning manual with pictures of the rooms of like, this is what this needs to look like. And here's the checklist of all the things that you need to do. He showed them one room and then he had them all go each clean a room. And then he inspected the rooms, gave them any feedback, and then they just kept going. And they just spent the whole day doing that, just like retraining and retraining and retraining, getting reps in. And that was it, man. And so now they know though, like I'm not gonna, and I wasn't a jerk about it, right? It's not about yelling at people. It's just like, I'm just being very direct that this is not up to our standards and we need to fix it. So what are we going to do? I love that you said that too, because I know that's not your style. Like a lot of people think, hey, you're supposed to come in there and just be like, oh, this is messed up. Like this is, there's stuff everywhere. You guys need to fix this. Like that's how, that's how a lot of people think like leaders act, right? Because there, there's been some bad bosses in the past. There's been some bad leaders. That's pretty apparent when you watch the news. <laughs> um, but you went in and you said, how are we going to fix this? Not how are you, how are you guys going to fix this? How are we going to fix this? And it puts, it puts the decision on them instead of you having to come up with your idea, right? Now they're starting to think, okay, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do next? And it sounded like one guy volunteered, right, Lewis? Yeah. And um, it's not to say I don't lose my shit because I do for sure. But I do my best to do that in private or with the management team and not in front of the entire team, right? Like there's a big difference between like the CEO going apeshit on an all staff meeting versus on a small manager meeting, right? But you really, if, if you're the person, and again, I do have a hot head, so I have to be mindful of this. But like, if you're that person that's constantly flipping out, people are going to get numb to it and they're going to be like, oh, they're just being numb, right? You want to save that ammunition for like when they've repeatedly made this mistake over and over and over again and you've corrected it and whatever, then it's like, what the F is going on? Like either we fix this or you got to go, right? Like th there's, there's a certain line in the sand moment. But yeah, it, the, the biggest lesson though was like, don't lower your standards when other people like your standards are too high. Like this doesn't make sense. Like nobody can do that. Bullshit. That's bullshit. You just go find the right people that can execute the vision, you know, mm -hmm. the, the standard and the quality standard as well. I mean, this is not... If it happens on the first day before like family comes in and like friends come in, what's going to happen when somebody they have no, they have no clue who's coming in, right? What's going to happen then? And it's not only about like day one or day 30 or day 90. It's also the standard that you're setting for the next, I mean, you're keeping this hotel for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years, right? And it's just, it's just keeping that. And I love that, you know, you say you have a hothead and like you have, you know, given it to to your team and like setting the standard with that. But at the same time too, I know from personal experience, like you're, you're one of the ones that applauds people first as well. And like notices the little things that people do well and points those things out too. And I think that's really important. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. And that is also the more you grow and scale, the more challenging that becomes because you're less involved in the day to day in the nitty gritty. And typically like on the property side of the house, Typically, I only hear about stuff when it's an absolute fire drill because I'm just removed, right? So like 
if it gets to me, it's usually a really big deal. So again, like you have to be able to maintain that cool and pay attention and get your mid-level managers to bring you good feedback about the team that you can redirect back to them, right? Because yeah. I'm only getting negative news all the time. So it yeah. can feel like your business is exploding. And I tell the mastermind students that all the time. I'm like, I, get, I know something is, is going wrong in my business right now. At the scale that we have, something is invariably going wrong right now. And I only get the bad news, right? So you just have to be mindful of that and, and keep a level head. But that's why the two things that I really spend most of my time on from a personal development standpoint is my mindset and leadership skills. Because I don't need to be the one in there pushing buttons and price labs and everything else. I have, my team does that now. I've trained them on that. I need to focus on being the best leader that I can be in the business to keep everybody engaged and rowing the boat in the right direction. That's my highest and best use. And going out and looking at more properties like I did this morning. Like that's my highest and best use. Yeah, 100%. Did you have a, a debrief with Lewis afterwards too? Oh, 100%. First time, yeah. Yeah. And I've already taken him out to dinner multiple times since he's been up here. I worked, I didn't need to, like I'm pretty useless when it comes to being handy. But if you guys saw my stories last night, it was, it was funny because we were just so tired and slap happy. But I stayed working with them till like 1030 at the hotel last night to just like finish up some things. And I was like, all right, they're doing all this stuff. I'm just standing around here like a cheerleader. I got them food. And then I'm like, I'm going to go just change out this old doorknob. That's easy enough. And so I go upstairs and I cannot get the old doorknob off. Like it's, it's stuck. And Lewis is laughing at me, like making fun of me. I'm like, okay, tough guy. Like then you get it off. And uh, fortunately enough for me, he couldn't get it off either. And so we're wrestling this thing for like 15 minutes. And then finally he goes downstairs, comes back up with a saw and literally like cuts off this thing. And there's like sparks flying everywhere. I put it in my stories. It's a good laugh. You guys want to see that, but I couldn't even change the doorknob. So if you're getting into this and you're like, I'm not handy and I don't know anything about construction, you're in a good place. I've got a lot of units and I am not handy. So you don't have to be an expert on uh, construction to get into this. Yeah, 100%. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I just had my contractor come over to my house because some lights weren't working. And he was like, dude, did you, did you change the light bulbs? I was like, oh, <laughs> didn't even think about that. Now, granted, it was my wife who was like, hey, the light's not working. The light's not working. So, I, of course, I call my guy. And, uh, yeah. So, he had some other stuff. Uh, yeah. But I was like, hey, can you check out these lights? And it's was like, man, you just need to change the light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't out, though. They weren't out. They were just a little dim. And I was like, man, we just put these lights in. You know, these sconces, they're beautiful. But the light, I mean, it's just super dim now. He's like, it's the light bulb, man. <laughs> oh boy yeah well later i think we can uh we can keep this one pretty tight today unless unless people uh have any other questions i'm heading back over there to uh to check in with everybody so the big opening is saturday already got a bunch of rooms filled really excited about it so the rest of my week is just making sure everything gets over the line up to our standards i'll do some some good picks uh, at some point this week too. Sod's going in today. The patio will be like completely done. Like it looks freaking awesome. It looks really good. So pumped to come back up here in a little bit less than a month. Yep. Yep. So if you guys have questions or if you're struggling on making a tough decision in your business, you feel like you should, then just post it down in the group or send me a DM and uh, happy to get you guys through that. But again, the, the big thing about being the leader in your business is you got to make the tough decisions. Nobody else is going to do that. You can't look to anybody else. You're going to make a tough call sometimes. 
and uh, be okay with other people being uncomfortable. It's just part of the, it's part of the deal. It's part of being a leader and um, you got to do what's right for your business. So that's it for this week, guys. Again, if you were listening to the other podcasts, really excited. We've got uh, a huge webinar coming up next week with AirDNA, basically breaking down. They just had a huge release, if you guys haven't seen it, where they did this major overhaul of the platform, put in a lot more data, tons of really cool new features to help you identify, analyze markets and identify profitable properties. So we've got uh, Jamie Lane coming on next week with me to do a 60-minute webinar, deep dive on how to analyze properties and analyze markets. He is their chief economist. He is their head data guy, the data geek, as I like to call him. This guy knows his numbers. He knows the markets. He knows pretty much everything there is to know about analyzing markets and properties. So really excited for that. It's going to be completely free. Go to strsecrets.com slash AirDNA dash masterclass. And we'll get that link down in the show notes for you guys. But definitely check that out. It's completely free. It's like next Wednesday at noon Eastern, yep. I believe. Yeah, Wednesday the 18th at noon Eastern. So get, definitely check that out. Again, this this podcast, this Facebook group is all about giving you guys as much free value as humanly possible. Take advantage of it. Just because it's free doesn't mean it's not valuable. I'm telling you right now, like I would pay Jamie a lot of money to show me what he's about to show you guys for free. So this is like some insider stuff. You're going to definitely want to check it out. So go sign up. If you need anything, send me a DM. Otherwise, have an amazing week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes. And we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.